0: This is Grindhouse Courthouse After Hours. We don't, so we don't have to pretend this is a good movie anymore, Adam. No, no. (laughs) Uh,
1: So I'd like to talk about uh, a few things, like you know what makes a good character. How do you analyze? uh, How do you you analyze good characters? How do you blah 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 blah? Just real quickly, let's just run through a couple of these and see if we can nail it down. So Gabriel Van Helsing, played by Hugh Jackman. What are his defining physical characteristics? Trench coat? Yep. Trench coat. Hat. 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 Hair.
0: Hair. Oh, oh, hair. oh, yeah,
2: hair. And the turtleneck that folds up to a mask.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Can
2: we confirm that? Was that actually a turtleneck? It was not what confirmed. Was it was not his turtleneck, but he did have a pretty cool turtleneck. He did
0: have a turtleneck, and at one point where he's about to fight Mr. Hyde, he's got it pulled up over his head, just like a all those anti-maskers that you see everywhere. <laughs> if I just pull this over my face, that'll count as a mask, right? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and he pulls it up, and it's got the, the eye from the like the all-seeing eye from the illuminati look at
1: that mm-hmm. so much lore <laughs> yeah but i mean does that does that no. mean anything uh what are his defining character traits dead fucking mm. silence <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care if people hate him cuz he's a murderer and anyway. he does though
1: cuz he's whining about it the whole movie yeah. he's like oh nobody
0: likes me i'm Van Helsing. But
2: i <laughs> So that, maybe that's one of them where he's like, he still wants to be a good guy, even though it might be portrayed as bad acts. So people seeing it as him murdering someone or like when <laughs> yeah, but he's sales, pissing brother about gets, it.
1: He's like, if people knew the real danger, they wouldn't be upset when I seemingly threw that armless man to his death from the top of <laughs> Notre Dame.
2: So he's a, he's a tortured soul by it, right? Like he's got a responsibility. He's got a job yeah, to us. do. But Been alive for 2000
1: years. How is he tortured by it? Cause he keeps telling us, I wish people didn't think I was a fucking murderer. Yes, yes. How else yeah. are you supposed to get that out, Tom? Touche. I'm not a writer like Stephen Summers. I don't
0: Everybody know. Everybody knows that in movies, it's best to tell, not show. <laughs>
4: yes. No, I think I think we learned that it's best to sing and not tell. Mm. Uh, yes, um, definitely. I
3: think I think your statement that this movie was just not the sum of its parts is, like, very apt. Like, it had all the components there to be a completely forgettable... Yeah. ...but passable movie, but it somehow just sucked. It's, like, you buy all these, like, really fresh ingredients for your minestrone soup, and you put it in there, and everything... All the ingredients make sense, but then you taste it, and it tastes like shit, and you're like, what happened? (laughs) That's this movie. Yeah. It was too long. Again, I think
2: Summers had a grand idea of what he wanted. Like, I really think he tried, though. Like, I, I, I think he thought through this... And he probably had backstories behind Van Helsing and Dracula, but he just didn't have the time to express that. So he was banking on a prequel. He was banking on another movie. But then also. Okay.
1: But like he didn't have time. Why was the movie's runtime like two and a half hours then? Because he was, he was definitely cramming in a lot. You had
2: to set up Frankenstein's monster. You had to set up Dracula. You had to set up the rise of Dracula. Then you have to set up the family, like the royal family. Then you have to set up the church. Then you have to set up Van Helsing. There are it's,
3: so many things yeah. you could cut out yeah. from this movie. So that's the question. Was he trying to set up the Dark Universe way back then? Because from my understanding, the Dark Universe was an idea until Marvel started doing their thing. Yeah. And then, so- then Universal's like, Oh, yeah. let's get going with... Well, what do we have? We had The Mummy with Tom Cruise. We had Dracula... What the hell was the Dracula movie called again? Dracula, Dracula Untold? Untold? Dracula Untold. Something like that. And, but yes, yeah, so, so And then the Jacqueline Hyde... They did have a Jacqueline Hyde one too with Russell Crowe. That was in The Mummy one, I think, right? Right. That was, but, that was The Mummy. But,
2: but that is yeah. the point where this... If you look at it, like this movie was the first draft and he really needed another set of eyes to like streamline it and go, okay, if you're going to do this and you're going to go bigger and you're thinking of like six movies... Let's get a team behind this. But I think it was just because it was one person spewing out all this stuff. He didn't know how to contain it. So that's why the runtime was
3: really long. I think I think it was more he was thinking in terms of the mummy. I don't think he was thinking in terms of what ultimately became the dark universe. That failed I, dark universe. I think he was thinking there would be a Jacqueline Hyde's like the Mummy series, there would be the continuation maybe of the Van Helsing series. There would have been continued So, mm. yes, in a way, but probably not in the same...
0: From so- what I found, I think he had plans for a sequel with Van Helsing. So I think he wanted to make essentially kind of a, like a James Bond sort of thing where he is just fighting monsters every movie. It's just a different villain every time. And maybe he's got some cool gadgets yeah. and stuff. But then... Uh, within like three days of the initial opening of this movie, they canceled everything because it didn't have a good response in the theaters. So, <laughs> Which is kind but of it sad. It still
4: made
2: money though. That's the crazy thing. It made, yeah, made, it's made its money back it and then some, right? didn't yeah.
1: make enough money. Like you need to basically double the budget in the box office yeah. for it to be considered a success, especially back then because streaming services didn't exist outside of LimeWire. Yeah, because
3: <laughs> <Huzzah. laughs> yeah, making your money back is at best a waste of time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You broke even, you just wasted a year of this company's time and and capital that. Yeah.
2: The, the one thing looking into the backstory of this movie and watching a lot of like YouTube videos of people's reviews and then just like behind the scenes, I have to give it to Summers because again, he had, I'm going to say it again. He had a very ambitious approach towards this project and he was like trying to scope it out. But, the thing that I want to acknowledge is he was like in a very super creative state. And this is where I don't think directors or writers get enough recognition with some of these movies. So he actually.
1: I wonder why that is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, while filming this, while putting Van Helsing together, he basically put together a spin-off TV series as well. Uh, that he was going to ship out to NBC, so he did the pilot. He wrote a couple episodes, so he was just in the zone with this idea of Van Helsing and what he wanted out of it.
1: He should have put more time and effort into the movie yeah. and less into his TV. Potentially, series. potentially,
4: but he uh, uh, needed to clean up like characters a little bit better. Yeah, He's, he went a little too crazy and got he forgot to like clean everything up. Yeah, so again, that's why I said it feels like a very
2: like a first draft of what an epic could yeah. be. So if he had a full team on it, if he was able to tail it back rather than just like flowing all these ideas out, it would have been clean. It could have set up for something much bigger. And yeah, I don't know what it would do for movies today. But I think if it was done today, like in the scenario that we've had
3: uh, with well Marvel, if it was done MCU, today, it would have followed the Marvel. I framework, think so, which is I mean, it's flawless. Yeah. Like, how many yeah. billions have they made? Okay, origin story. You better make sure this is a good origin story because yep. your sequels depend on it. Mm-hmm. So yes. if you have like a shit origin story like Black Widow, which they probably didn't want to do anyways, like you think there's going to be a Black Widow 2? I'll bet you a million dollars there's not going to be a Black Widow 2. Cuz the origin story suck. Yeah. So you, they have they have like if Iron Man 1 isn't good, then it's not going to continue. Look at like the Hulk. They tried once and twice and and they just couldn't get that one right, so then they're like fuck it, he's good character but mm-hmm. There's no yeah, Hulk 2.
2: <laughs> we're not telling the right story with this character. So yeah. I think
3: like well, if... And that's like look he, at the
1: Fantastic Four, right? Like we're <laughs> never getting another Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, that's we like are never Fourth time's a charm. No, God, no. Yeah, yeah maybe the fourth time is right. <laughs> it's the title. Um
2: I think if they were to do it today, we can do a round table of this. Like how would you save this movie? But I think if they were to do it today, Universal would have to go... Let's have Van Helsing as the main character. Let's just focus him as the center of this dark universe rather than doing a movie about a monster and then another monster and then how they're all tying together to fight whatever force. I think if you have that main protagonist, such as Van Helsing, then you have someone to relate to, you can focus on. So practical effects instead of CGI. Give this a hard hard R rating. So go the opposite of what Marvel does and making it lighthearted with the quips, the jokes, and family-friendly. Make this
1: X-rated. I want to see Van Helsing's dick.
2: <laughs> make this a hard R. Continue setting it in like the 1800s, maybe even the 1900s, so you can follow him through uh, certain set pieces. Uh, so it just builds. So each movie might be Van Helsing versus like one monster, or it's a team up scenario. But overall, Dracula's the overall arching uh, nemesis or the, the enemy that once you get to like movie six or phase three, that's what you're. Fighting. Are
4: you describing Blade? Uh, I, oh god, I didn't even think
2: about Blade.
0: That's the that's that's maybe. that's the correct the good version of this is Blade.
4: Done. That's all I'm getting from your whole spiel Darn. right now. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well that's fine. Well how would how would you try to say this movie? How would you redo Van Helsing then?
4: No, I I I think you're on the right track, but like the Raid R I don't know if you want to go that far maybe. But like there was there was blood and there was not blood in Van Helsing, right? Yeah. There's a few scenes where there's, like, there's a lot of blood. And then like when he cuts off Hyde's arm, there's like zero blood. I think blood. part of
0: that is CGI was not at the place they needed money. to be at the time. Yeah. So they didn't have enough that's money right. to do it properly.
4: <laughs> Maybe. There's a, that's the f- Was there blood yeah. in that movie in Van Helsing other than them drinking out of a cup? Was there any blood? I There was most like blood. Right, What's like green, green, all of yeah. Dracula's
1: minions just explode. Just, yeah, that goo, oh, that's he's just like goop. that's Digging through the yeah.
4: pod, you know. That's not you get Dracula. That's not like our stuff. That's just like kitty goop, Nickelodeon yeah. goop. <laughs> Van Helsing's a shit character.
3: Like, have, have any of you ever read Dracula? No, the book. No, yeah, no. No, I'm, I'm uncultured. <laughs> he's fucking like, he's a blip in that story like he's 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 a very minor character so like and that's a good and a bad thing so you can kind of like do what you want with him like name him gabriel yeah yeah so like you're gonna make him a superhero okay or like at least an action hero you can do that but i think like you're saying you you cannot introduce three of the central monsters from the universal monster cinema in the first movie (laughs) Yeah. and
1: kill two of them.
3: Yeah. The the dumbest thing that he did was introduce
1: Frankenstein and then kill him in like 5 minutes. That should have been like, "Oh, where did you get this horrible monster from?" and then post-credit scene Sam Jackson as Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> there is your setup for Iron Man yeah. 2, right? But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you build
3: you build the individual character, you build the hero and you build the villain. Yeah. Usually you do need to get rid of the villain at the end of the movie otherwise moviegoers are going to be pretty pissed that you they just watch two hours and the villain's still alive the bahubali effect yeah you can only do that you get to do that at the very very end of your universal arc as much as we bitch about like superhero movies now that's how it works you you introduce the character origin story main villain initially hero goes through trial tribulation becomes the hero yep. okay kills the villain wins next movie Maybe you have a couple introduction. Okay, now maybe another hero might come in, but just briefly, it's still about the main guy. And you start to get, you can start to integrate crossovers and these storylines. But the point is, is to have a strong core storyline. And if you try to do it all at once, I mean, this is what, you know, DC has done traditionally. And they just fail miserably because they try to rush yeah. it. It's like, well, we did one Wonder Woman movie. That's enough. She can now be in part of the Justice League. You're like, no, you can't. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Also, also, there's 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 issue, and I think DC's issue is not the same as Marvel's. Marvel's the the Marvel characters work better together than DC characters ever could, because yes. fucking Batman and Superman are are not equipped like they cannot exist no. in the same story. Because they're not—they not... don't fight the same people, right? It doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense to have Superman and Batman fighting galactic cosmic tra- time travelers <laughs> with like death ray heat when Batman's like trying to shoot him with a gun. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, it doesn't work logically, and they have to continually power up character. Like I, so I think there's a way to make it work, but it's really probably following the Marvel model of yeah. you, really you strong, s- tight stories that. And only then, once you have the once you have the characters, because then you don't have to you have to do all that work. Iron Man can just show up. Yep. Captain America can just show up because they've had three movies to become who they are, not trying to do it all in one.
1: So what you're saying is, you wanted an entire movie explaining Carl's backstory
3: how he's <laughs> no, and of course, Summer couldn't one. have done any of this shit. He couldn't have done any of this shit. He's not, he's not equipped to even do like the Mummy one was okay. The Mummy two was yeah. garbage. And the Mummy yes. 3 is unwatchable.
1: Yeah. The one you didn't with like Jet Yeti uh, playing uh, fucking Football. soccer in the middle of the movie? That wasn't good
4: for you? This so guy is it? not
3: up to the task, period, of what I'm explaining. <laughs> did he do Mummy 3 too? He was executive producer at least. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh. Okay, let's not pin it on the director. Any creative mind attached to these products that he begins with, the, the foundation is just not the there. The shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: There's also something about... Whoever
3: ultimately takes... There's over.
0: also like like Marvel movies are pretty squeaky clean and like bright. Like DC has tried to do the dark version. Like it's moody and it's kind of emo essentially. And they try to do like, it's pretty gnarly. And like, the, I don't know if that formula works for this kind of storytelling where they make a million movies. If it's just the same dark kind of gross stuff. Like I don't, I mean, The Witcher maybe sort of works. And that's kind of the model that this is based on.
1: Oh, but I mean... They get that from Game of Thrones though. The the Witcher's dealing with, like, morality and gray areas and, like, good versus evil. And Van Helsing is about, like, what if a guy had a grenade that disobeyed (laughs) the laws of physics?
4: And you're like, oh, tell
1: me more, you
4: know? (laughs) Well, we gotta agree. There has to be magic in this universe. There definitely has to be. There
1: has to be some. I wanted a scientific explanation there's, of why. That's the,
0: that's the other thing. Marvel has at least you can go one level of like scientific explanations. Like, oh, he invented a new element. He's got a, re- a reactor. That's why he does this thing. Oh, his genetics were modified yeah. by gamma rays. And there's like one level. And if you scrutinize it anymore, it falls apart. But you got one level. Vampires but- and mummies and stuff have, they go immediately to magic. And I don't know if you can explain away
4: a lot of that stuff. I went down way too much of a rabbit. Can't. Hole. I think you have to go full magic and have no science. Well, okay. it's hard to have a mixture, right?
3: Yeah, because like in Underworld, they really do try to they try to do it. I, I, here's the thing: I think this movie, as ridiculous as it sounds, is like it was written just purely with like like a rejected Underworld plot basically in mind. They're like, yeah, but we don't care. We're just gonna plop it into the 19th century. And just kind of steampunk it and that should be good enough. But it, mm. it's so obviously a fucking like underworld plot with like everything that's going on that they have to kind of old timey things that are just like a machine gun crossbow and like a light <laughs> grenade and these flips and things. And they're just like, like, why not just embrace the fact that it's 19th century? Why not make it more, you know, gritty yeah. 19th century feel? make that it more rate. like that embrace it which is why i think what he did at the beginning was a total bait and switch he's like oh yeah i'm going to do that and then he's like actually i'm fucking not like i'm not going to at all not one bit <laughs> not one tiny bit will this feel
4: like it's set in the 19th century yeah and so His grappling gun was very impressive van helsing's grappling gun i think it was this was what what year did wild, wild west come out
0: <laughs> 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 this is a time this is like big. late maybe late 90s or it was like Everyone was
3: into steampunk gadgets and that is not aged right. very well. Inventions that don't exist today, but they just steampunk them and make them exist 200 yeah. years ago.
1: Would this movie have been approved by a giant mechanical spider? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Absolutely.
2: Imagine that. Dracula riding that thing, just stomping Transylvania
3: Village. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just... Oh my God. Yeah. It was just, it's just such a lifeless movie. Like it was just. Yeah. Yeah. There's just nothing about it that I found cool, unique. It was like 100% the movie I would not stop to watch if it were on TV. It lacked charm. Maybe maybe if it like I'd seen everything else and I have a 7-hour flight on a plane, maybe <laughs> I would watch this movie. <laughs> Mostly just have something on in the background.
0: I think there's a, there's also there's also a limit of like
3: the writing. As
0: much as we all hate JJ Abrams, like somebody like that would come in here and punch up and give him like a joke here and there because Hugh Jackman doesn't really have one-liners in this movie. He doesn't.
1: No. No, just, just the, the one, one and one he's liner. not kill someone when you have the chance, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the only the only one-liner that that stuck with me is Frankenstein's monster who's like screams, "I want to live." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we didn't really talk about the Frankenstein uh monster's character there. That was uh Cause he existed just to like move the plot along. It's like, yeah. you found me now go to this fuck party over in, you know, Bulgaria or whatever. It was
0: like,
4: yeah. Okay. He knew things that like were impossible to know for him. Yeah. Cause that he's was, been,
2: Oh like, yeah. Oh, Oh, this is the setup. So this is how the creature of the black lagoon was going to come into this movie. So when Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale fall down the, the burned down windmill, when they fall into the hole where Frankenstein's monster is, there's a swamp or there's a water area. The creature was also going to be there. But the studio said, that's too much, Summers. Don't do it. And he listened. Jesus. He that's like the only note he took. You
0: should have listened more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, would have helped the movie if he just kept throwing monsters just, in. It's like, oh, you're bored? Here's another one. Yeah. You know, have the mummy show up again. Bring out Arnold Vosloo because he's, he's still, a, you know. Well, I guess he just played the part like, what, a year? He's available. Years
3: yeah. Yeah. He's available. The thing about these properties are they are awesome. Like, there is a way, and and I genuinely feel no one's ever done it right, to do Dracula, to do Frankenstein, to do all of these properties in a really fucking cool way. I would kind of agree, Adam, to, like, let's treat them like adult movies. Like, let's stop fucking kiddifying them all because they were never meant to be kiddified at any point in time where they meant for kids. But at some point, I guess, they just became... I don't know. I think it, I think it happens with like movies that are really old and horror based as time progresses, they become more like caricatures of themselves and kind of funny and associated with Halloween and shit. So,
4: so they just get kiddified. I I think that's a big part of it. They're, made up animals, made up creatures. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or in- so you're saying the villain should have been a really angry house cat. That would have been more threatening than emo Dracula. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I'm
3: hearing. I mean, the, st- the story is like, okay, you, ha- you have to adapt the stories a little bit. Like yeah. even like when, when uh, Coppola tried to do Bram Stoker's Dracula, he completely changed the story for the worse. Like every change he made, made the story worse, which was weird. And his casting was like, it was never going to be a good movie with fucking Winona Ryder and Keanu trying to do english accents. <laughs> like Gary Oldman carried it as best he could, but like that movie was doomed from the beginning and and but at least they were trying to get capture a bit of this kind of yeah, this kind of aspect of it. But ever since then it's just been like most think? of it was like Anne Rice for a while cuz like vampires oh, yeah. go through weird fucking phases. Mm-hmm. Like it was like all Anne Rice and yep. then it was basically like Matrix vampires <laughs> and then Twilight. And then Twilight and now what are we at? Well, we had Dracula. Well, and if Toland. they reboot Blade, we are getting, that'll, that'll push something. And they're yeah, rebooting right. Blade. They are rebooting yeah. Blade. I don't know. So we're they getting had. a Marvel version yeah. of it. Uh, it's Muhammad. Oh, what's his name? Shalal Ali. Mm-hmm. You know who? Okay. He's probably good. He's probably a great actor. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, it really doesn't matter who they put in these roles in some cases, because like, it's just about how willing are they to make it. Who are they who are they targeting it for? Are they trying to get a billion in the box office? Then they're not gonna make it R. They're gonna make it maybe PG 13. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with a rare occasion, there's always like a deadpool out there where they're like, fuck it, just make it R.
2: And and that's the thing where like Marvel could do something very different right now, which I think might be a good play, where let's let's make this a bit darker. Let's make this edgier. We've done all the family friendly movies. We're telling a different story with this character. I don't know. We'll see how Moon Knight does because that one might be kind of a different take on Marvel. Is that it Marvel might... or is that?
0: Yeah, that's Marvel. That's Marvel. So
2: it, it might be leaning into more dark territories. Cause you have
3: a guy with, well, they made Logan. Wait, I'm confused now. Now is okay. So the Jared Leto one, which fuck, why are that's... they letting him be in an on? Un- <laughs> <laughs> so I can hate Jared Leto that's, so yeah, much. That's Morbius. That's Sony. Yeah, but you know that's gonna link into Blade, right? Possibly. You're gonna, yeah. You're gonna see they do it in the comics. You think Marvel's not gonna do it? It depends. I
2: don't know. I feel like Marvel and Sony have this like interesting relationship, where Marvel knows the story that they might want to tell, or like seventy five percent of the the story that they want to tell, and Sony might be pushing for an influence. Like, hey, we should do a villains movie. That's why we're building Venom. That's why we're building Morbius. We're going to do a couple more. Let's get them all in and meet these Marvel characters. But Marvel might be putting their foot down with some of the ideas. So spoilers, I guess, for Spider-Man. Marvel was saying, no, don't show better Spider-Mans in the trailer. Do not advertise them. Let it be just part of the movie so everybody has that excitement and nothing spoiled for them. But uh, I s- haven't
4: seen it yet, Adam. <laughs> spoilers.
1: I said spoilers. Fucking spoilers. Dave. I'm so glad that discord ate 90% of your speech. Oh, fantastic. I hope, uh, I hope I didn't ruin it. But like all so- I got
4: was that fucking spoiler. So- from you.
2: Sony wanted to push that really hard because they knew it was going to bring in the numbers. So,
3: yeah. So, I mean, whatever, they- there's no, these crossovers. This movie was just, uh, yeah, it was just this soulless, this recycling of everything that had been produced up to this point. Like. It's kind of Matrix, it's kind of Wild Wild West, it's kind of Underworld, it's kind of The Mummy. It was ambitious for sure. So I'd be interested in how he pitched it. It's
4: a monster mashup. You can have them all. Yeah. They're all going to show up. What would you take out to, like, I feel there's too many monsters and stuff, right, in this first one. who? What would you take out? Would you just have Van Helsing and Dracula? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Keep it simple. And, and you know what? That would still be a fucking boring movie. That would be such a fucking yeah. boring movie.
4: You
1: don't need the werewolves. Like you definitely don't. You certainly don't need Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Uh, you can have Frankenstein building the machine, right? That's okay. And at the end of it, it's like, oh, Van Helsing manages to
3: stop uh, Dracula, but then the monster is created and that's the second movie, right? Yep. Yeah. I think for, it's ironic a little bit for a guy who is so obviously dead set on making sure that this became like a franchise and a bunch of spin-off movies came out of it is that the way he did it ensured that would be pretty much impossible. It's <laughs> like, like, why even have that intro with, dr jackal mr Hyde, like that could have been a movie yeah right yeah instead of a yeah. shitty cgi opening scene why yeah why why have the frankenstein stuff always is like a prelude to the like we have like three preludes to like introduce our main character and our main villain well i guess we only have two main preludes but like those could just be movies and you don't have to use up these characters which are like kind of interesting i don't know i've never seen a good dr hackle Doctor Jackal and Mister Hyde movie, but like again, I still feel like there could be. I feel like all of these properties could be turned into good movies. You just need a good story. Yeah, good story and a willingness to take it to in different directions from like the kiddiness. Yeah, get it the hell away from kiddiness and take it to back to the source material a little bit more. And I don't think you should make it a horror movie because like the characters are too known. Kind of. I guess you could do werewolves. They're still kind of freaky.
0: Well, what happened? What happens in the original? Dracula. Like is it a satisfying good guys win in the end movie or is it actually just kind of a dark, I
3: don't know, doesn't end on a sad, like it ends in Dracula wins. So it's like it's all written through uh journals. So like journal entries is how the narrative's told. And basically you have Jonathan I forget his last name, who goes to Castle Dracula to, like, he deals with, like, inheritance and stuff. Anyway, long story short, Dracula imprisons him. And it's the first half of the story is all about him trying to escape Castle Dracula. And it's fucking disturbing. It's really disturbing. It's not, again, it is not the kiddie Hollywood version, which, again, they had to whitewash big time. Think when this movie came out, like, in the 1930s. Like, of course, they had to, like, tone it down a bit. We don't have to tone it down anymore, but like, so that's that whole plot and all this fucked up shit, like child sacrifice and killing
4: shit. Yeah, it's very Damn. disturbing. Did then they he, do a, a newer one of that too? I feel like I've seen that like more recent where like he goes to inherit it and he like runs in Dracula. Like Bram Coppola's
3: Bram Stoker's Dracula is the closest it comes to the plot, but it it completely re- retools Jonathan, the main kind of protagonist and the woman's character and has and and it just has to do with like re- reincarnation and like shit that's not in the story. So the story is Dracula fucking goes to London, starts killing people, kidnaps this the bride of the main character. He mm-hmm. runs back to Transylvania with like all of these other guys and they in valiant effort kill Dracula mm-hmm. but in the in the process are like sacrifice themselves. So it ends positively because Dracula is killed, but Dracula's not a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that, that that I find weird with Hollywood they, they really want to like sometimes not in this movie, but lots of movies try to like kind of like make him more of an antihero than just a villain. It's like,
1: tortured soul. You just don't understand. I'm Dracula.
0: Yeah, they definitely had to
3: do a lot with all the sorry viewers. If you were one of these in high school, but a lot of the goth kids who were like, people just don't understand Dracula. I think. And it's like, yeah, the dark prince. That's what I call him. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like, that's straight out of like, I swear to God, it had to be like Anne Rice and stuff that, that idea and like go straight in then into like Twilight and all those kind of movies. Right. Yeah. And then Frankenstein is like, to, like totally different it's mary shelley so it's like a romantic literature of the 19th century and it's it's hard to explain because the plot's like over a really long period of time but that village scene where he cha- they chase him to the windmill i don't think that actually happens in the book it <laughs> only happens in young frankenstein i think that's just you iconic just from the movie of- no what happens is dr frankenstein abandons his his creation and his creation goes crazy he's like i'm a fucking kill dr frankenstein <laughs> and the whole plot is him killing his doctor it's really fucked up he kills his wife and like they get to El- antarctica at one point. <laughs> it's a crazy story so
1: it's like a resident evil story is what i'm hearing
3: no because there's no like villains who are evil even though the entire world is gone and there's no point in being evil anymore <laughs> <laughs> god i okay this movie is better than all the resident evils i will at least say that what? What? Wow. I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but... But Tom uh,
0: loves the Resident Evil movies,
3: don't you? How? Eh. How, Tom? Eh. It doesn't make any sense. Why are they still bad? The world is gone. Or is this like (laughs) a... Look,
1: what's important is they continue the research of making bioweapons for sale to the highest bidder. Who cares if all the bidders are dead? Apparently. (laughs)
3: I'll never understand Resident Evil I never will never i feel understand like understand
1: it I think you You. it feels
0: like a Stockholm sy- Syndrome situation like we keep they keep making these Resident <laughs> Evil movies and we keep watching
1: oh for me it's sunk cost fallacy because I've seen like the animated ones I've played all the games I've played the shitty ones that nobody's played the one on the Game Boy I've done it all I've done it all <laughs> and all I could really say is uh, I've had more fun with that than I did with the entirety of Van Helsing
0: so <laughs>
1: agree to disagree all right. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck this movie. Fuck it. I think we're spent. (laughs) I think so too. Well, that concludes the After Hours segment of Van Helsing 2004. Sorry, and here, Jackman, and Kate Beckinsale, and Richard Roxburgh, and a bunch of other people. Thanks.
0: Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) See you later.
3: (laughs) Welcome to After Hours.
0: Oh, welcome to After Hours relaxed, sexy version. Welcome back to After Hours. Oh, after Hours. My pants
3: are off. Oh.
4: I hope you're adult, because we get real
3: adult-themed in After Hours. So, by the way, Adam, you are cutting out. Adam, I can't hear you. You keep cutting it out. Didn't catch a fucking word of that. Yeah, it's your Discord. Uh, If
1: you weren't using a Mac, I think you'd probably be okay. I hope this makes it into after hours.
0: Absolutely.
3: Like, I really think he tried, though. This guy is not up to the task.
1: Use your outside voice.
3: Yeah, be louder. Talk like this!
1: I want to live. wish people didn't think I was a fucking murderer. People just don't understand Dracula, I think. It's like, yeah. It's like, tortured soul, you just don't understand I'm Dracula.
0: <sighs> I just felt like
1: I wasn't done with the story of the Scorpion King. Like I really needed to come back. No. No.
3: God, no. 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 I'm sorry, it doesn't work, logically. Van Helsing's a shit character. How he's horny all of the time. Matrix vampires.
0: Punching and kicking and fighting
4: each other. Are you describing Blade? Fucking disturbing. Oh. Oh. Wow. What?
1: And with that, the court is adjourned. Come back next time for a new trial with new litigants in the never-ending parade of schlock that is... Grindhouse Courthouse, motherfuckers. Sorry?